Welcome to Torah Imecha Nach Yomi with OU Initiative. My name is Marcy Stern, and today we will be studying Sefer Hosea, Parakut Gimel, Chapter 13. In Parakut Bet, Chapter 12, the Navi returns to Ephraim's sin of infidelity to Hashem, their lack of faithfulness to him, in contrast to Yehuda, who is described as Im Kedoshim Ne'eman. He, at least at certain times, was loyal to Hashem. Ephraim is not appreciative of the good Hashem gave them and turns from him, despite all the pleas of the Nevi'im. Exact references to the life of Yaakov Avinu are brought. Babetin Akav et Achiv, his seizing of the heel of Esav at birth. Uvo no Sarah et Elohim, Yaakov's fighting with Esav, the Tsar of Esav, and overpowering him. Both of these being symbols to Yaakov and his future generations that we in the end will rule over Esav. Hashem has hashkacha pratit, um, individual and, and personal supervision over the Jewish people. No star or angel has power over us, and so we must only trust in him and follow in his ways. Hashem describes how Yaakov ran to the house of Lavan Ha'arami and worked faithfully for Rachel's hand in marriage, and how in the end he was rewarded with riches, as were B'nai Yisrael when we left Mitzrayim. Nonetheless, the people continue in their sinful ways. Perakut Gimel is a continuation of the Haftorah of Parshas Vayetze that began at the end of Perakut Bet, according to the Ashkenazim. Um, in it, the Navi describes the main sin that causes their downfall, as well as the reason B'nai Yisrael turned away from Hashem. The parak is replete with numerous and varied symbols describing their quick and ill-fated demise. The Navi begins by describing a time when Aser Tashvatim, the ten tribes, were respected and feared, a, t- a far cry from their situation now. Pasuk Aleph, Kitabir Ephraim Retate, Nasahu Yisrael. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He was exalted in Israel. Radak explains that before they sinned, nations around them were in fear of them, and they were exalted amongst the Shvatim, the other tribes. But, they began to serve Baal, idolatry, and so the enemy attacked them, and they fell like dead. <clears throat> now they continue to sin and add to their sins, despite seeing how the houses of Yeravam and Ahav fell. They make molten images from silver, holy works of craftsmen. Following their leaders, they copy the forms off the eglay done and fashion gods of their own from their money, Radak explains. Chazal say in Sanhedrin 63 that each one had his own private idol that he kept on his body that he would kiss when he took it out. As the Pasuk says, Agalim Yishakun, they kissed the idol. Haim Omrim Zofchei Adam Agalim Yishakun, the priests of Baal said that those that sacrifice their sons to Molach, as was the custom, will be privileged to kiss the Eglay son, Rashi explains. Their exaggerated commitment to a handmade God is mocked and ridiculed. 
Ibn Ezra suggests that the phrase is saying, They slaughter people and kiss calves in place of a normal behavior of kissing people we love and slaughtering calves for food. And so the Navi begins a series of four similes to describe here how they will not prevail. They will be destroyed quickly. They will be like a morning cloud and like early dew that departs. The morning cloud dissipates rapidly. The dew rises with the morning sun and is gone. Kamotz so ermi goret uchashan me aruba. Like they will be like chaff blown from the threshing fields and like smoke from the chimney. The chaff is blown by the wind from the threshing floor. The smoke rises quickly through the chimney and is gone. So too shall Ephraim go up into Galus, into the exile quickly. The Malbim, who is known for differentiating between similar words, adds that these four descriptions tell us of the increasing level of the misfortunes that they will undergo. All sign of blessing will be taken away, symbolized by the morning cloud that foretells the coming of rain only to disappear. If some good does befall them, it will be like dew that only lasts for a short time. Besides the lack of blessing, misfortunes will find them as an onesh, as a punishment, and the enemy will carry them off to Gullus. Like chaff separated from the sweet, only the wicked will suffer. But eventually, the entire people will go to exile like smoke that disappears, never to be seen again. As in other prokking, the Navi berates them for not realizing how much Hashem did for them by taking them out of Mitzrayim and caring for them in the desert. But this time the Navi adds an important point. Kamari sem vayispa'u sav'u vayarem libam alkein shachuni. Mari Krak explains, when they arrived in their lands of grazing, that means to Eretz Yisrael, they were provided with all sorts of produce and the fruits of the land, but then they became haughty and forgot Hashem. This is foretold to us in Devorim Perichet Pasuk Yudalid, Viram Levavecha, and their hearts became haughty, V'shachachta et Hashem Elokecha, and you will forget your God, Hamotziacha me Eretz Mitzrayim, who took you out of Mitzrayim. Pasuk Yudzayim in Tevorim goes on, and you will say in your hearts, It is my power, it is my strength that has caused me all of this success. Or, as it says in Parshas Ha'azinu, Devarim Periklam and Beis, Pasuk Tedvav, Vayishman Yeshurun Vayivat. Yeshurun Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, got fat and they kicked away Hashem. The result of this ingratitude is a frightening description of the destruction the enemy will bring upon Ephraim. Four similes, once again, each more awful than the one before it. Psukim Zayin and Chet. Vehehi lachem kamo shachal. I will be like a lion to them 
who slashes its prey, Mitzvah's David explains. Kenamer al derech ashur, like a leopard, I will lurk on the road and mangle all that tramp, it tramples upon. Efkashem kadov shakul, ve'ekra skor libam. I will meet them like a bereaved bear that has lost its cubs and rip open and rips open the closure of their heart. The dove, the bear, takes his hands and with his nails tears at the heart of its victim. Rashi explains at Libam Hasagur Melhavin Lashuv Elai. We know that Bnei Israel had covered up their hearts from letting the truth penetrate. It's called, as you've learned in other Nevim, Orlos Lavavchem. They put like a covering on their heart so as not to understand or let the words of God get through. And now what is hinted at here is that these hearts now will be torn apart. Va'ochleim sham kalavi I will devour them like a lion. The beasts of the field will split them open. The Mabim associates these ferocious animals with the kingdoms that overpowered us. Bavala Nashur, Paras, Persia, Yavan, Greece, and Roma, Rome. Adding, Sha'al Yadei, Shehistarti Panaimihem, since I have hidden my, my face from them, Hashem says, Ba'im alehem chayat hasadeh. So the animals, the enemies, will come upon them. There will be Hester punning, and now nature will be allowed to prevail over them, and the destruction will begin. Pasuk tet, Yisrael kivi ezrecha. You have destroyed yourselves, Israel, for you rebelled against me, your source of real help. Your deeds have caused your fate. The Yishchina will be removed and the enemy will attack. Pasuk Yudbeis, Tzorur Avon Ephraim Sfuna Chatato. Even as it expands, the sins of Ephraim are securely tied up in a pouch so they will not be lost or forgotten by me, Hashem says. They are hidden and guarded with me. The proof of their iniquity is before the judge of all judges. They cannot deny it. And so, Pasuk Yud Gimel, the pangs of childbirth will come upon them. The Nevim compare the pain of childbirth to the pains that will come upon them at the time of the Chorban, the destruction. The Pasu goes on, Huven Lochacham. Ephraim is like a foolish son. Ki eight lo ya'amod b'mishpar banim. For he would not stay long at the birth stool. Radak explains this difficult Pasuk. He explains that the foolish son is representative of future generations. They see how their sinning fathers were severely punished, but do not have the wisdom to abandon their ways and do tshuva. If he were wise, he would not stand on the birth stool for a moment, meaning he would, not, he would 
turn away from the punishment quickly and repent. But they do not do so. And so Pasukya Dalid, Ehi Devarecha Mavet, I will be your words of death. Ehi Katvecha Shaol, I will be the one to decree the grave upon you. Noham Yisater Me'enai, remorse will be hidden from my eyes. Midas Harachamim, the mercy will be turned into Midas Hadin, into judgment. I will not change my mind. Yehuda Kill in his Perush in Dat Mikra notes the usage twice of the word Ehi for the pronoun I. As we had said in, in the Pasuk, Ehi Devarecha Mavet, Ehi Katvecha Sha'ol. Its usage reminds of, of Hashem's name, Eheyeh, he re, that he revealed to Moshe at the snap, the burning bush. Eheyeh Shlachani, Eheyeh Asher Eheyeh. As Rashi explains, the name connotes love for Bnei Yisrael in all circumstances. Chazal say in Brachos, Daftet, Amud Bet, Ani hayiti machem Moshe is told by Hashem, I will be with you in this tzara, in Mitzrayim, as I will be with you in the future in the other tzaros. By using the word here, the Navi is telling us that the deeds of B'nai Yisrael are forcing Hashem to retreat from his mita of Eheyeh. He is reverting from midas harachamim to midas hadin. Just as the last pasuk of Perak Aleph that we began with in Hosea said, in the naming of the child, the third child, Vayomer Krashmo lo ami, ki atem lo ami, v'anochi lo ehayelachem. I will not be ehayet to you. I will not be with you in this misfortune. The ball is now in the court of Yisrael. He is still called in Pasuk Yud a son, Ben Lochacham. He may be foolish, but he is still a son. Their fate is still in their hands. Thank you for learning together. Le'in Lui Nishmat Riva Schwab, Rivka Bat Alexander Center.